We are back. We are back, everybody. Back in the sunroom. I'm not going to lie. I've had six drinks, so this is going to be a really interesting podcast. Uh, and we got here two hours ago. Yeah, we got here two hours ago. talking about this. Yeah, and so. we we have not talked any fantasy. We've primarily talked... Um, I'm having some fantasies. The talk with your children. That's mostly what we've talked about. Um, so, for it's all you parents out there, that's a different podcast. Not this one. Tonight, we're going to talk about... The path to success for each team in our league. Uh, So I think naturally you guys were all maybe hoping that we would break down the NFL draft since it's this Thursday. We're really excited about that. But that's all speculation. That's a waste of time, in my opinion. And we're not experts in that. Yeah, we're not experts in that. We're not qualified to talk about that. Wait, I'm an expert. Eh, Maybe Jason. I know you fancy yourself as one, Jason, but you are not an expert. Pro-am. I'm an expert. (laughs) But we are going to talk about the Pats. Are you making money based upon your analysis of the, of you, the NFL you, draft? You could be making money. Agree to disagree here. <laughs> I'm an expert. If you're not, I'm an expert. <laughs> We're going to talk about the path to success for each member of the league. So, you're welcome. We're going to break down each individual team, how you can win or define success uh, going into this year. So, I'm really excited about that. Uh, because one, I'm going to get to hear about my team and how I can win and maybe make some changes. And hopefully you are the same. Uh, if you're not, I'm sorry. Uh, you're going to have to just listen to us talk about your team and how much we think it could be better. And maybe you're in the wrong league. Yeah, maybe you're in the wrong league. Also, why are you listening to this podcast? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is basically what we do every single week. Uh, so let's kick it off. Uh, we got 12 teams to cover, so not a lot of time. That's literally all we're going to talk about. Um not a lot of time to kind of dilly-dally around. Uh, Britton, let's lead off with you. Uh, you had four teams. We kind of did this pick style. Uh, Britton, what's your first team that you picked? Well, see, I, I think at least first, I think, like, you talk about our process. So we each just randomly or mm-hmm. not randomly we chose four teams. So this is kind of independent from what each other thought. So I have yep. four, four teams that I did analysis on with very few parameters. Yep. And you guys each had four other teams with your own interpretation of what success looks like. So I'm excited to see how this <laughs> how this plays out. So just for the record, I was looking at what does success look like for this year, like literally mm-hmm. competing for this year to win a championship. And just as we were talking before we started recording, you know, we're going to have some differences of opinion or at least some how we view success and so there might be some some differing thoughts that pop in. So... My first one is Corey Vinson. Yep. And so what I did was I went and looked at what I thought were question marks on their team. I put some pluses. I put some minuses. And then I talked about kind of what the path of what was needed for this year to happen. So kind of Mm. pie in the sky, perfect scenario. Yep. And for Corey, that was a big pie in the sky. (laughs) Um, And a lot of speculation for perfect scenarios. So when I look at Corey's team... I look at two big question marks, the first of which is Deshaun Watson with some off-the-field stuff. Oh, yeah. And so, I mean, I, I mean, that, you've heard everything from he's going to start week one to he's never going to play in the league again. So that's a real concern with your, your only and starting quarterback in your fantasy league. So yeah. I mean, he has Kirk Cousins start. as well, but... No, I said what I said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Chase Edmonds was another question mark. Mm-hmm. And so I, I like his talent, and I like his current opportunity, but I, I think many would 
project that the Cardinals are taking a running back in the, in the first three rounds of the draft, it would wow. at least be Hurt. a compliment, if not competition, for Edmonds. So those are question marks. The pluses for, for Corey that I really like are Calvin Ridley, Darren mm. Waller, and OBJ. Yep. And But from a concern standpoint, his running backs and then complete lack of wide receiver depth. So when I look at Corey's team, if he wants to compete this year, here's the pie in the sky scenario. He needs Ridley and OBJ to be top fives mm. at, at their position. Not going to happen. I, I don't disagree, but we're talking, this is what I thought he, yeah, he would need It's for the this path year. to success, yeah. He would need Darren Waller to become Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. He would need Edmonds to not have any competition drafted. Watson has to be playing this year. And then he has to nail his draft. Mm. He has the 107, 202, 205, 207, and 210. And there is a a scenario where somehow, with the (coughs) hand of God coming upon him during our draft, that he just absolutely gets several starters out of that. And then lastly, he has some some bench depth that he would, if he wanted to be relevant this year, he would also need Latavius Murray and Marlon Mack to have significant opportunity mm. in those respective backfields. So my final assessment for this year for Corey is that's what it would take for him to be relevant this year. Yeah. And that's a lot. So my to sum it up, I think Corey really has no chance. And <laughs> Isaac and Noah, my eleven and eight year old sons, agree. And my we didn't talk about this as we, as we were doing our, our pre-show doc stuff, but my current projection for Corey is that he will finish bottom two. Ooh. And I think Jason Ooh. has some thoughts on that. Yeah, so uh, I kind of created this this uh, this topic for the podcast, and so I, I did frame it up as like a path to success, and I left that to interpretation. And <clears throat> what Britton basically said at the end is exactly where I started, which was Corey's team's bottom – Bottom of the barrel, mm. and his path to success, in Just my opinion. Bottom two. Yeah, he's. Oh, I, I was. That might be generous. I did categories. <laughs> I did, yeah. I did bottom two playoffs, okay. top full, but yeah. Yeah, mm. and the big thing here, in my opinion, for success for Corey is you want to finish in last. You mm. want to be set up for the one on one or the one on two next year, and that would be success for Corey because. His team can't compete, which we've already talked about. It's not supposed to be. It's not designed to. And mm-hmm. to be honest, it's really not even designed to compete until after the 2022 draft because he's got, I think, three firsts yep. next year. And and that's really where he's going to start to make make some of his moves. And so yep. for Corey, when I look at his team, it's, okay, If uh, you just got to hold tight with Deshaun Watson because you're not going to get value right now. No, and no. you may never get value, and that's okay because he's young and he will retain value if he starts to play again. Yep. So you can hold him. Calvin Ridley, 26. He's a stud. You should probably keep him. But if you considered selling him, that's not a bad idea because your team's not going to be relevant in the next three years. Yep. Not pushing for a title in the next three years. Mm-hmm. So selling him at a premium, not a bad idea. But you have to get that premium price for it. Darren Waller, he's 28. you got to sell him. Halfway through this upcoming season, when he has a ton of value and someone's making a push for a championship, and they need a, a tight end. So if he's becoming Kelsey, capitalize. Yeah. Oh yeah. And and you wanted. I mean, players have the most value 
players who are playing, so veterans, have their most value halfway through the season or toward the end when someone's making a playoff push. Because yep, absolutely. So you want to do that, probably you should target Isaac. We'll talk about him in a little bit. Brandon Cooks, older player. If he starts to do well, sell him. He probably won't because he doesn't have Deshaun Watson. Um, so that's really what you're trying to do. Is you you're don't trying think to AJ McCarron can feed Brandon Cooks? <laughs> no. I mean, <laughs> I do not believe that. No. But, but uh, they don't have Deshaun much else Watson there. Can. So it's it's the success in my mind for him is successfully setting himself up to rebuild and yep. maximizing. Don't do what Griffin is doing, which is taking premier players and letting them rot on a crappy team. <laughs> so that's that's my bit of advice. But again, what do I know? <laughs> but, but funny story with, with Corey's team. I, was, I read each of these rosters that I was going over mm-hmm. to my to Isaac and Noah. And and we've been playing fantasy football for a couple of years together. And and they do a lot of research. They're not good at fantasy football, but they're they're doing research and they're and they're gonna be fine. But Noah, my, my third grader. I didn't. I did not tell. I just read current roster, so I didn't talk about future assets, which would include three big first. assets for Corey. Oh yeah, three three twenty twenty two first. Yep. But I read that team, and Noah's like, "Does he plan to win?" <laughs> the answer is no. He doesn't. Not this year. Not and this that's year. intentional, and that's okay. Yeah. It it is a dynasty league. Yeah, I, I think I would agree with a lot of stuff you guys have said. I look at Corey's team, and it's like, man, in order for him to win this year, he's got to make some amazing yeah, moves. It's not gonna happen. And no. it's it, Corey. I'm sorry. I, I think it's a miracle play, but I think you've. I think Corey's done the work to build for his future. Yep. And I love that idea of getting rid of Calvin Ridley, getting rid of Darren Waller, because you're right. He doesn't have a lot of picks this year to where he can capitalize on. He has all of his picks in 2022. That's perfect timing for him. Like Calvin Ridley's yeah. gonna be good. <clears throat> Darren Waller is gonna be good the next two years. Both those guys are worth going out and getting, and Corey can get value for them. It's not like, oh, these guys are on the back end of their career. Yep. No. They're no. like, they're, I mean, yes, Darren Waller's 28, but he doesn't have a ton of miles on him, and he is very good at the position, and there are certain teams in the league that need a tight end, yeah. especially when playoff time comes around. Like I did last year. I pushed for TJ Hawkinson because I knew I needed a tight end to win the championship. It worked. There's going to be a team that feels that same way. Yeah. So, well, I, I love that take. And before we move on, I think it's good. <coughs> two things that Jason said. Gosh, I can't believe I'm saying this. There were really <laughs> two things that Jason said I, re- I really liked, and they resonated with me. Because I'm an expert. The first is... Making money. In a dynasty <laughs> league, how do you define success? Mm. And success should be defined as competing for a championship, right? And yep. so, please, Corey... Don't fall into the trap that I fell into last year. Don't think success is making it to the playoffs and to lose and believing this lie that if I make the playoffs, I can win. Now, I mean, it's true that anybody if, can you, win. You can't. You can't win if you don't make the playoffs. True. But just because you make the playoffs doesn't mean you can compete for a title. Mm-hmm. So do not fall victim to that. So I think yep. that's number one: is what do you define success as? And yep. Jason said it. It's competing for a championship and if you're doing anything besides preparing for that you won't be successful yeah and the the other thing i'd add to that is the worst place you can finish in a dynasty league is the middle Mm. okay don't do it so and that's Corey. that's where you've been living 
we need to get you out of the middle. I I, I, I think it's going to change this year, though. Oh, I, yeah. I do think Corey, like Corey's a savvy player. He's, he's going to make some moves. Yep. Clearly, he's been investing in the future, and I think we're going to see more of that this year. Makes me sad for him this year because I know it sucks losing. But we're in a dynasty league. This is not a one-year like okay. redraft league. Yep. It's a long-term play. We're in it for the long haul. Uh, so, all right, let's jump to the next team. Um, Jason, I'm going to pivot to you and allow you to share one of the teams that you had uh, on your list. All right. I am going to talk about Isaac. Ooh. Okay. First off, Isaac has a great team. He does. He really does. I mean, let's do a quick rundown. He's got Patrick Mahomes, money. We don't have to worry about that. Ezekiel Elliott, Aaron Jones, studs. Yep. I don't care what people say about Ezekiel Elliott. He is a stud. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Tyreek Hill, Kenny Galladay, Brandon Ayuk. Stud, stud, <laughs> stud. It's pretty there. So he's looking great. Yeah. And But they're still three more starters. So yeah. he's got Rob Gronkowski. Questionable, not a stud. Let's, let's be real. Not a stud, but also a serviceable tight end. Mm-hmm. He's not going to help your team, but he's probably not going to hurt you. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you asked my wife Stephanie, Gronk is a stud. Well, he's a handsome man. I'm just saying. <laughs> All right. Um, so <laughs> if she were in the league still, he could trade him to her. Yes. But uh, otherwise, but that comes worthless. So moving on, and then he's got Nelson Aguilar, number one wide receiver for the Patriots. Maybe. Oh gosh. I know. Maybe that's a good thing for him. I didn't even realize that until I. Just said it. Uh, and then Miles Gaskin. So, really the big takeaways here are this. Oh, actually, his death. Let's talk about that. Mm. He's got... Oh, we already did. Go ahead. Pretty much. <laughs> that's it. No, that's... He's got... Um, what he does have is he has T.Y. Hilton, which I'm not really going to count as depth. I don't have anything against him other than he's, just he's as old as I am. Yep. Oh, he um, has Colts depth chart depth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then Will Fuller, who is ah. only good when he, he has PEDs. So, um... Ooh. Ooh, Hot sick tank. burn. He also is suspended for six games. One, one for this season. Really? He starts yeah, with a one game yeah. suspension. Mm-hmm. So that he's certainly more startable than Miles Gaskin. And so. he is and they're probably, on the same team. arguably, the number one oh, yeah. for the Dolphins. So the biggest thing here, when I look at Isaac's team, is that he needs a flex option and he needs depth. So mm-hmm. how do you acquire that? So really, what you need to do, Isaac, in my opinion, an expert opinion. Is you need to find a way to trade for veterans that are cheap mm. that add depth. So these these are gonna be moves that are gonna be made later on in the season. Um for teams that, so you're gonna like target teams that are out of the playoffs, have older players, and want to get rid of those players for something. Perfect example. Sarah, I hate to say it, I don't see her making it to the playoffs. She doesn't listen to this podcast, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> and she has Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon could be, and obviously the draft is coming up, a starter for the running or a starting running back for the Broncos. Uh-huh. He is not going to have value for a team like Sarah, who is not in the playoffs. But he will have tremendous value for a team like Isaac that is looking for savvy veterans that will bring value to his team, but don't have long term value. Mm. And so you buy Melvin Gordon for a, I don't know, a second round, um, which you're hoping is going to be a late second round. Yep. And, because you're going to be a contending team. And so you acquire players like that. Um, another great, well, so that's, that's really how he is going to find success. He is going to run into trouble 
which almost all of us will, if he has major injury issues, which he had last oh, year, yeah. which is why he missed the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And he, he got unlucky. But he has a great team. He has set things up well. Um, and that's that's kind of my, my hot takes when it comes to that. He is definitely, though, I have kind of labeled down as like, he is definitely competing for this year. And he oh, yeah. Be. He's a contender. He's yeah. without a doubt a contender. I would agree. I think he's a contender this year. I think the concern in like giving up future assets like rookie picks for those veterans is he doesn't he he hasn't previously invested in rookie picks. So it's one of those situations where like it's a catch twenty two. Yep. Like he goes and gets Melvin Gordon, that's great. It gives him a chance this year, but it's not gonna help him next year. I wanna I did want to mention one thing. He also has the one oh six this year. Which is going mm. to be another. Yeah. I, I really think it's going to be a high quality that. player, and so I think that's going to fill one of those flex positions. Yeah, and so I yeah. really think though that that moving forward, making using your picks this year is going to be a great choice. Don't get rid of them for the most part, unless you get great value, which um, I think I'm the only one offering you something, and you're not going to get great value. Um, <laughs> so hold, obviously stick and pick this year because you've got great options, and then. Next year, get rid of those players while you make the push for this year. Mm. So that, that's that's kind of what I wanted to say. Cool. So yeah. I, I like that take. And, then I, and I'll add on the only thing I know we harped on him last year, <clears> but <throat> he wouldn't make the playoffs if he just paid attention game day to his roster. So yeah, I think for that as, happens. as he's learning how to navigate a, a league that's this serious and, and has the longevity. Do you say that we're serious? We're serious enough. I mean, yeah, sure. Well, we're pretty but serious. I mean, Right, we got a podcast. That's we got a podcast. It's so true. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, we're official. I'm an expert. Well, we, we have one expert in the league. We're serious enough to at least razz each other for making silly decisions. Absolutely. So oh, we're paying attention yeah. in that of way. Course. So <clears throat> he would have made the playoffs if it weren't for a couple weeks that he did not pay attention to game day alerts. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think for Isaac, it's I know you're paying attention right now. I've, I've seen some moves you made and some some comments. Mm-hmm. I think just you have to carve out that time mm-hmm. on Sunday at noon. Figure out what's happening and pivot. Mm. Yeah, make sure you're doing that. And I think for this year, you'll be fine until midseason. Yep. And yeah. that's what, as long as you're paying attention week to week until midseason, then you can make the moves using 2022 draft capital mm-hmm. to upgrade your team this year. I, I, I like his chances for sure. Yep. Yep. But, but your window's closing. And what I mean sure. specifically by that is you've got Aaron Jones and Ezekiel Elliott. They're older, they're more experienced, they're fantastic. Yep. But not... For more than two years max. I would say, well, how many? I would say two or three. You think two? I would say two. Okay, yeah. I would agree. But I, I think his team's a good candidate team, too, to like, you know, halfway through the year, look, like, so we're defining success. Like, I personally went in doing my research, I looked at it as this year. Like, mm-hmm. how do you win this year? What's it going to take? Yeah. Um, but looking at it long term, I think Isaac's team is a perfect candidate to move players like Zeke, Aaron Jones, um, Heck, I don't know. Kenny Galladay is such a question mark. So you're for saying me. if the record midseason yeah. isn't good, yeah. If, he, if it's sell, not looking that, like a playoff team, those are players I think you could get high value for, sure. because of what they've done. Aaron Jones just signed a new contract. Zeke has been a monster. Do you think there's players in this league that want to win a title that just happen to not have any running backs on their team? Uh, absolutely. Yep. <laughs> All the entire league. <laughs> Most of the league. Is I'm, I'm looking at one person in particular. <laughs> Are you now? <laughs> we'll get into that team you later. You happen to be an expert. <laughs> Self-proclaimed, absolutely. Perfect. Oh, my All gosh. Right. Next team. So, yeah. next, uh, team. next team up uh, is my team. So I picked uh, Tyler Griffin as one of my teams. Um, I like, your team? You didn't do your team. No, yeah, not, not my team. No, I, I couldn't do my own team because that's that's bias. Um, so I, I wanted to talk about Tyler Griffin's team, though, because – 
Yeah, he is in the league. He's in the bottom. He's he's there. He's at the bottom. All right. Um, But his team is one of those teams where I look at his roster and I'm like, man, he has such great potential. And I know we've said this multiple times. And then you scroll down and you're like, oh. Zero depth. He doesn't. He has zero depth at all. And his team will really ride on Saquon, CMC, Jonathan Taylor, and DeAndre Swift. Which I know, as I say it, it sounds like, oh my gosh, that's a great like four running backs to ride on. Thank God. Yeah, like that's it. That's yeah. it. That's all that he has. And I think for Griff, one of the things that I would see as a path to success for him is moving a guy like DeAndre Swift. I know he's not going to move CMC. I know he's not going to move Saquon for the value that he spent for Saquon. And I clearly CMC, I get it. Don't move him. But a guy like DeAndre Swift, you can trade him and get potentially a wide receiver. Maybe not after the NFL draft because we don't know what's going to happen there. If they take a running back, you're kind of burnt on him. But if they don't, we believe that DeAndre Swift is going to be the guy. So that's a perfect candidate to say, hey, go get your wide receiver. Because right now he's looking at Mims, Brown, and Christian Kirk. I don't love He has A.J. Brown? Sorry, not A.J. Brown. Marquise Brown. Oh, I know. Hollywood. I, I knew that. No, um, just, but his nickname's Hollywood. He's yeah. going to be better than AJ. He is yeah. not better than AJ. AJ you say so Brown, it's like... AJ's that's so true. Pedestrian. I, sh- I should have specified that, because Brown is very... It's Wait, open. Wait, so Cheek, are you saying... Antonio Brown? Yeah, it could have been Antonio Cheek, Brown. That might be better, honestly. Are you saying it's bad that in a 12-team dynasty league, your wide receiver one is Denzel Mims? I am saying it's bad. I am saying okay. it's very bad. Yeah. And on top of that, he doesn't have a first, second... Or a third this year, so there's no chance he's really going to hit. I mean, maybe he hits on that fourth or fifth rounder, and it ends up being a guy that like miraculously becomes a big player. Never For me, that that's what you're saying. The Griffin's an expert draft scouter. Nope, nope, clearly not. He's selling okay. them all. Uh, so that's why you're you know when you're bad because you're selling them all. That's a, that's my strategy. Uh, bad at drafting, get rid of the first. You don't need it. And that's a fine um, strategy. Yeah, if hey. you embrace it and use it well. Yeah, you gotta you gotta don't sweat the technique. Um, but yeah, I, I think Griff's team can can win. I, don't get me wrong. I think his team is strong, but it needs to make a move. Um, and I, I think he's got enough running back depth. Our league, as we just said, is weak in running back. A lot of teams need running back help. Yep. And a guy like DeAndre Swift is his lowest of the four, which is insane, and can get value. So that's where, that's where I see him getting some success is moving DeAndre Swift for some you know, maybe a wide receiver that's not a wide receiver one, but a strong upside um, type of guy. So. Well, then why not? I mean, so I don't disagree with moving a running back, but Swift is young and his return is not great. Mm. So why not? I think it would be great, but I go on with what yeah, you're saying. So, yeah. But why not just trade McCaffrey? Yeah. I, would, I, I, I think it's the right call. I just don't think we would do it. Yeah. Because you're going to get a King's Ransom for McCaffrey. Oh, yeah. Yes. He he could get McCaffrey and do a full rebuild with him. Yeah, I don't even know if you need to do a full do a, do a pivot rebuild. Get you can get a wide receiver one plus Absolutely. for McCaffrey. What mm-hmm. do you what do you think? So give me some like actual uh, a, a tangible move that he should make because I don't think that. So I would not give up any of my wide receivers for him. Really, I would not because. I well one I'm set up with the one on one and one on two. Well okay. Well yeah. So I'm trying to compete. So if what I just don't see him getting a wide receiver one plus for him. Well, I think he I think he should be able to get one. Okay, what just because you want so let me look at exactly. Give me an example. I don't know. I would love McCaffrey for this year, but 
I'm certainly not giving up Adams because okay. he's the one. Sure. But then my next, I have a bunch of like twos and threes. Right. So he wouldn't do it for. But so yeah, would. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, you're right. You've got me because I don't know who's competing. I mean, I mean, looking at my team specifically. Okay. If if I'm talking like, hey, CMC or DK Metcalf. That's pretty dang close for me. Like okay. CMC is, he is an elite running back. But if, if I'm in the position where I'm, like DK has been okay, mm-hmm. not great, but okay, which is how like he ended the year, okay. He started off super strong, um, but if he's okay halfway through the year, I'm starting to pivot and think, okay, I got here. CMC gets me to the playoffs, and it gives me a shot to win the playoffs. So. Would you give up DK plus a first for CMC? And I get it. It's I think it'd be feasible. Okay. Yeah, I, I think it's a feasible move. Like that—that's a—that's a super high aggressive one. Like I would probably lean more towards like Allen Robinson plus a first because sure. Allen Robinson's got some more age right. on him. But I don't think it's outside of the realm of possibility. Like well, there are teams out there that will need running back, and CMC yep. is elite. Yep. Like, and, what, and here's what I look at. I'm looking at TJ right now. I didn't. I didn't do his. He was I, I got him. Yeah. So I look at. You know, he's got Diggs, Evans, Samuel, Deontay Johnson, Debo. Mm-hmm. I mm. think he could afford. And maybe should look, move one look at Diggs plus. Fair, mm. but plus what? I mean, uh, shoot, his one eleven. Okay, I could see that. I could see that being a great move for both teams. Um, I, I completely agree with you, though, that if Griffin's not... I don't view Griffin being able to compete this year. I don't think that his four running backs are going to be good enough. Um, so get him real, I, I think they'll get him close. Even if they stay healthy, I really? don't believe it. Yeah, I mean, oh, what, 100 man. points right there? If they get 25 points each? hundred eighty. but you're right. 80 to 100. 100 maps. Yeah, right? 100 is great, yeah. but I don't see... So, 100 points plus, like, what? Let's give him five. I mean... Tua is going to get, what, 15, so he's at 115. Bust. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, I think 15 is fair. So 115 plus, and then what? I mean, five, five. for these five next for the guys. The rest of his. Yeah, yeah, so 135. 135 is not going to win you this That'll league. That'll put you in the middle. Yeah. No, yeah. it'll put you playoffs. It'll put you top yeah, he'll five. Get, he'll get playoffs, for sure. But he's not go- that's not going to win, and that's like a great scenario for him. That's mm-hmm. best case. Yeah, it's yeah. best case scenario. So you're not going to win. I know you do, you disagree with me. You're not gonna win. He thinks again. I would I would I would bet money against you. Happily, please take me up on that. <laughs> and um, but you're not gonna win. And so what you need to do is you need to set yourself up for success, and that is holding on to DeAndre Swift, Jonathan Taylor, and probably Saquon. Yeah. Getting rid of CMC, um, because you, you've wasted him long enough. And so you need to you need to make a change. You're not going to. Um, but I think that Britain's suggestion on targeting TJ specifically is a great idea. Mm. Um, if you want to wait halfway through the season when you're a loser and TJ's not, that's fine. Um, yep. That's actually you'll get more value for CMC at Absolutely. that point in time. Yep. This will be the worst time to sell him because veterans have less value, rookies have more value. Yep. So don't do it. Um, but halfway through the season, when you're losing, um, then make that trade. Yep. Yep. I like it. Like it. All right, let's move on to the next team. Uh, we'll go to Britain for your uh, next team that you have. Uh, so the next team that I have is my favorite of the list. Hmm. Ooh. Of all 12 or of your uh, list? Of my list of four. Okay, okay. 
Sadly, I say that, and she doesn't listen to the podcast. Oh, so, Sarah. So, yeah, I, I have Sarah. And so I look at, you know, some of the pluses I saw were Aaron Rodgers. I think Melvin Gordon is a plus for me this year because I don't see the Broncos drafting anybody that's going to be of competition to him. And Cam Akers, I'm really excited for this year. Mm-hmm. Question marks. Antonio Brown is obvious. I think there's still a spot he can land on the right team. And, and be relevant, but I, I hear a lot of people talk about him still being back in Tampa, which I don't think is best for him. I love. Uh, Dallas Goddard's a question mark just because I don't know if he can actually make that jump to be a transcendent tight end without Ertz there anymore. And mm-hmm. then Gus Edwards is a question mark because I don't know what they're, what Baltimore's doing. It sounds like Gus, is, Gus Edwards is still really primed to actually have a role. Mm-hmm. And so I put him as a question mark. Uh, Kind of negatives were draft capital, just the 204 and 207. So to me, that was a little bit of a negative. Mm-hmm. But so her path is that Akers has to be a stud, like top three to four. Gordon has to be a wide, or excuse me, a running back one. Aaron Rodgers has to be as good as it was last year, and or Herbert has to take a step forward because she has Justin Herbert as a, as a quarterback. So I think she's good at quarterback. He's a stud. Um, she needs Lazard and Judy, and DJ Moore to take huge step forwards if she mm-hmm. wants to compete this year. And yep. Cooper Cup. He's, yep. he's there. Yeah, Cup well, well. I think I just, yeah, I, he's fine. He, but okay. he's, he's just a, a, like a wide receiver, too. I don't see a lot of projection for him to finish better. That's just, ooh. Um, but she also needs no competition to happen for Mike Davis in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And she needs no competition for Snell and Pittsburgh. And I know if you're following draft process, they're the two Those most two likely yeah. scenarios of the top three running backs. So, or, or but you would need them to not have significant roads to success. Or Aaron Jones gets injured, and all of a sudden AJ Dillon becomes a thing. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't. Which I didn't mention fine. him because yeah, right, I forgot about sure. uh, Jamal Williams not being there anymore. So yep. Dillon is now the primary backup. But yep. Um, so so in, you know, as I wrap it up, I actually project her as you know she's in that weird. Top half mm-hmm. is where I put her in the top, top eight of the league, or top, excuse me, top six of the league, which doesn't make, may or may not make the playoffs. And as Jason said, as we started off this podcast, you do not want to finish six or seven. Nope. And so, yeah, she, I think she's in a tough spot. I, I, if I'm going on a limb, I think she can actually make the playoffs. I would expect her to make the playoffs, but I think she's, she's going to be a team that has to look. Six eight weeks up. in and figure out okay what am I, what am I really going to do because I think Jason said it earlier, Gordon is an asset that is certainly tradable, and I could see, but maybe that's it though because I mean maybe Goddard is if he transcends enough we talked about Waller, you know Goddard could be that guy if he actually plays really well he could be somebody you would trade to another team, but I guess Cup would also fall in that category because I mean he's young but. Yeah, I think you still move him because you know maybe he's still nearing the end because he was young when he came in and yep. he's at pretty high volume. So, yeah. so Sarah, I, I think you have a chance to make the playoffs, but I, I honestly think it would be it would take a fortuitous bounce to actually compete for a title. Mm. So that's my especially with no no high capital this year where I really would project her to be able to get a game changer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um, that, yeah, that's that's my take on Sarah. Good team, but probably not great. And that's probably a death sentence in a dynasty league. So, 
Yeah, I, I agree. I think her team, like, especially with Judy, because I've heard multiple things about Fields potentially going to Denver, oh, which maybe. would be great for Judy, be great for Sutton, it'd be great for Fant. Just getting anybody. And Hamler and Albert O. Anybody other, other than Drew Locke uh, is really all they need. Um, so, yeah, I, I definitely think that could up her value. And DJ Moore, like, he's clearly, I, I think he's the one over Robbie Anderson. Like, he's he's much more talented. I think he's, he's a stud. Yeah. I love DJ Moore. He's so much better than Robbie Anderson, in my opinion. But regardless, like, that, that whole situation is odd because you look at Sam Darnold, and Sam Darnold could hardly support Denzel Mims. Last year, like, wasn't he had it? the B hole as a coach. I know, I know, I know, but and uh, wasn't playing. I, when, but they're another team that could also take a quarterback, and mm-hmm. if that happens and it it ends up being an upgrade, then DJ Moore's value goes up again. But sure. when Crowder um, played, Crowder was great with Donald. That's true. And so I, I see DJ Crowder, Moore yeah. playing that short route. Yep. I, I think Moore could be great even with Darnold. Yeah, I, I think Sarah could compete compete this year, but yeah, her running backs are the are the weakest area. Like Melvin Gordon is older. Um, I don't think they're weak though. I, I don't, I don't think they're terribly weak. Yeah, I, don't get me wrong. I, I think that's her weakest area. I think her wide receivers are pretty strong. They're young, so she's got a good future there. As far as like future success, I don't know if I would suggest moving. You know, Cooper, Judy, DJ Moore necessarily. No. But um, yeah, I agree. I think Melvin Gordon moving is totally fine. Yeah, I think uh, to reiterate something Britton said. She's a team that is is primed to compete, and depending on how the season's going, uh, what you don't want to do is if the season's not going well, you don't want to hold on to your players. You want to set yourself mm-hmm. up for success. And so there are players yeah. like Mike Davis, Melvin Gordon, um, Cooper Cup. I think is probably going to be one of those people. Maybe upgrade on Dallas Goddard if he's got a good thing going. Um, yeah. And, and and move halfway through the season. Uh, capitalize on. Uh, success on your players and set yourself up for more success in the draft i know that you don't really value or don't really like making picks in the draft which by the way league you should pay attention to and probably try and get her picks before she has to make (laughs) something to think about um but uh i think that she she's pretty good right now. She should set, she should see how the season goes, see what injuries yeah, happen. Wait a couple weeks. And, and if you don't like your pick, Sarah, and your team's doing pretty well, buy other people's veterans. Yep. That's a good call. I like it. Jason, you're up next. Oh. Uh, who, who do you got as your uh, second team? I am going to uh, jump over to, should I do Britain or TJ? TJ. TJ it is. All right. TJ. I love it. TJ, you got a good thing going, man. Um, so when we look at your team, your quarterback's great. You, you picked up James Robinson. I don't really like the price that you paid for him, but fine. You got Rojo, which that's obviously not good. Um, Stefan Diggs, Mike Evans, Curtis, I'm not going to say Curtis Samuel yet. Uh, Stefan Diggs, Mike Evans, Deontay Johnson, Debo Samuel, and then Curtis Samuel. That's five solid that's guys. Realistic, yeah. yeah. So really well done there. And then you got Mark Andrews. Fantastic. But you lack depth. Yep. You need to do the same thing that Isaac is going to do. Well, that Isaac should do, which is you should try to acquire veterans who are going to be plug and plays if you have any kind of injuries. You lack depth. Okay. Mm-hmm. So right now, what you need to do, and this is going to be hard for you, sit tight. Wait to see what falls to you in the draft and then make savvy moves. Mm-hmm. Okay. So again, 
sit tight. I know that's hard. If you want to sell, you're, you're not going to be able to sell Russell Wilson because you want too much. And this league, it's a one QB league, not a super flex. He said he, he said he wanted a second for him? He wanted two seconds or a first is what he told me. It's not going to happen. Yeah, maybe a little high. Yeah. Uh, it, I mean, but anyway, so TJ, if you can sell your quarterback, great. Sell your not, – not Kyler, obviously. But if you can sell Russell, sell Russ. I don't care. Um, but you need to acquire depth. And yep. you need to pick specifically – Running backs that are number twos right now that don't have a ton of value. So, for example, uh, A.J. Dillon, great thing to target. Um, Alexander Madison, uh, Tony Pollard, all of San Francisco. Um, So try to acquire these guys at the cheap now before they actually become something. So that's what I would tell you. Um, Otherwise, your team looks great. You're obviously primed to, uh, to, to compete this year. But don't make the mistake of basically what Britain did. If you run into injuries and you can't win a title, which I think you know this, look to capitalize. Don't obviously get rid of your primary pieces. But look to drop in the standings. Get a better pick next year. Don't pull a Griffin, which means that you just like sit all your studs. That's terrible. By Griffin, I mean I, I need to start specifying because we have two of them in the league. Oh yeah. Don't pull a Tyler Griffin. <laughs> and Justin might do that move too, but we don't know it yet. But I we think know, we know Tyler has done it. Yeah, yeah. but we know Justin Griffin has class because he did that. He did that reversal on the trade. And, <laughs> and, and Tyler Griffin never would have. He doesn't have class. So uh, anyway, um, so TJ, you're sitting pretty, man. Um, Make smart moves, read I don't read situations well and capitalize mm. a dynasty is all about timing. Yep. And so learn how to do how to capitalize on time. Otherwise you should be good. Yeah, I, I think a guy like Mike Evans for him is a perfect guy where mid season, if it's not going well, yep. that's a guy you can sell and get a good value for and not totally burn your team. Like Diggs is great. I think Diggs' future with Josh Allen as his quarterback, is going to be phenomenal. Like, dude's all, he's already young, and he's hungry. Like, you see him on the field, you know he's eager to get the ball, and he's eager to make something happen with it. Um, so that, that's a guy where it's like, dude, hang on to him. Like, don't waste your time. Yes, he's 27. Yes, he's the same age as Mike Evans. I don't care. Like, Mike Evans is a guy where I'm willing to move on from, um, and I think that's a perfect candidate for him. So, and, I, and I was that, you know, it wasn't pointed out, and I – they're not extremely high high value, but but TJ does have the 111 and 112. Yep. And there certainly is a possibility that something falls. That he gets something good there. So yep. my advice would be, you know, sit tight, as Jason said, but also please, if you're gonna take those 111 and 112, research the draft, know mm-hmm. who you want, and get them, because you could certainly get some depth that you need at that 111 and 112. So. So get what you need there. If you yep. need advice, don't ask Tyler Cheek. He sucks at late round first. I'm not good at the first round. Don't come to me for any advice. Um, all right, next team up. I'm going to go, and I'm going to pick one that I'm kind of excited to talk about, mostly because he's in the room. Uh, let's talk about Jason's team. Uh, so I think Jason's team, the path to success, as we've said before, lies in the draft. If the draft doesn't go well, if the players that he picks don't hit, it's not going to be a good year. It's going to be super sad. It should, by all accounts, go well. There's too many picks for it to go poorly. But. And 
He's an expert. And he's an expert. He's going to nail the draft. At rookie drafts. But, I mean, looking at his team overall, like, I mean, the wide receivers are insane. Justin Jefferson, A.J. Brown, love. Uh, C.D. Lamb, I love. I think C.D. Lamb is going to be great this year with Dak back. And the actual experts love C.D. Lamb. Oh, yeah. Like, so many things that I I think are great there. There's not a ton of depth, but a lot of that depth is going to be fixed in the rookie draft. Another player that could... He has, what, 13 in the top 24? (laughs) Something like that. It's a lot. Uh, It's more than half. Uh, but like, I mean, Noah Fant is a guy that we talked about before. If, if Denver actually ends up going out and getting a quarterback in the draft at the 109, that's great for Noah Fant. Like if it's Justin Fields, it's fantastic. Like that's exactly what you want to see that that would help him a little bit. I know he's got Kittle, but Noah Fant could become a guy that he replaces in the flex spot with a Richard Higgins who he has right now or Jalen Rager. Like those guys aren't, I don't love Jalen Rager. Um, that's just personal opinion. But, I mean, that's fine. He can pivot and make that move. And on top of that, he's going to have potential of Najee Harris, Etienne, or Etienne. 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 Uh, like, so many rookie picks. Jamar Chase, potentially. Devontae Smith. Would you say too many firsts? Too many firsts. Way too many firsts. Um, so, that's where I think that is Jason's path to success. 100%. It lies in this year's rookie draft. Like, we've said for years, Jason's all about the rookie draft. I mean, clearly, we see it this year. This year is the most evident year with five picks in the first round. So, that's the path to success. In the top nine. Yeah. Like, I mean. So it's insane. It, you're, his success is in, is, is in the draft, particularly the first round. Mm-hmm. And, sadly, Jason has a good track record of first round picks. Yeah. So I was just thinking if. If his biggest bust of first-round picks is Jalen Rager, like we'd all be happy with that. Yeah. So, because I think he'll still be, he's still playing in the NFL, and he's going to have a, a role on that team, oh, yeah. just not significant. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Jason, Jason is the only team that I know that like all podcasts don't say that they say you don't win at the draft. Jason's team is the only team that can win at the draft. Period. If it doesn't. He's done. He's probably out of the league. But I mean, all he has to do is upgrade over Amir Abdullah and Devontae Booker at the running back. Yep. And I think even a blind man could do that with four of the top five picks. Should be able to. So I think he's poised, poised to, to get out. the guys that he thinks are best. So yep. no, yeah. Sadly, I, I mean, I think Jason is. I would certainly grade his top two mm. as well. It's up there. And uh, yeah, it's 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 pretty darn scary, but uh, yeah, I, I don't have much much more to add. I guess his, his quarterbacks are old. That's the only yeah. you know. It's one thing I would say there, but with that many picks, I would imagine. I mean, I think there are is it five fantasy relevant fantasy relevant quarterbacks or projected yeah. fantasy relevant quarterbacks available in this draft. And yep. I would imagine he walks away with one of them. Yep. With with what seven of the first thirteen picks or something. So, I mean, yeah, it, it, it's a it's a scary team. And uh, I, yeah, I, I hate Jason. All right. Um, We're not gonna let you speak to this. We're right, not so gonna I'm speak go, to it. Let's jump to Britain's next team. What? I don't even <laughs> say. We know that. how you feel about your team. I think the one thing I was gonna mention is this: is there was a bold take. I don't know if it's bold actually, but Isaac said I'm not making the playoffs this year. I I That's not bold, that's just dumb. 
I would say that it's possible because if you look at my team, oh there I could see why he says that, and so I can't. Okay, well I'm just saying that I I understand that sentiment that he he's he's now I will I did try to capitalize on this by the way <laughs> I offered him my no, 2022 first plus a couple other picks, and I said hey if this 2022 first is going to be a top six pick, then you should try and get it. He didn't bite, but... Understandably. So, I'll go... If there are two people, I'll go up to two people. I'll put a hundred bucks. Ooh. Jason's making the playoffs. Ooh. So, two people want to throw that down. No no odds, just straight up. Making the playoffs. Making the playoffs. Ooh. I will not put money on that, because I believe he's going to make it. Um. I'm going to say, Isaac, if you're listening... I like it. Uh, I, I mean, I, it. I mean, to me, and I, I, it, it pains me to say this, partly because I'm, I, I'm part of the feeding of the beast. <laughs> but I, Jason is the most dangerous team. In no, the right. We can move on uh, to for the at next least one. the next three years. I don't agree necessarily, but moving on. Yeah, next moving team. On. Britain, you got Jason, the next Nobody team. loves the false humility. Just move on. Buy us all a pizza. I also don't want to target. I know. Move on. There's a target on your Jason back. is the most dangerous team in our league. Okay, Christopher. <laughs> Moving on. All right. So I'll go to his... I, I think what I have is his primary competition Ooh. in this league Ooh. for this year and maybe next. John? No. Oh. Mm. Who? I have Tynan. Oh, oh please. I'm That com- has been... I'm on the, the Tynan train. Get out of here. And uh, yeah, all right, let's hear it. Let's hear what the, you got. Uh, the trademark has been filed and all that stuff. So <laughs> hashtag is already set. Tynan, I man, I think there's a strong chance here. This is a title contender. This is I mean the, here's the negative I have for Tynan is no picks of value. That's the only negative I have. Mm-hmm. But he's got some good tight some he has, he has Travis Kelsey. Yep. Who's incredible for the next two years. And then Irv Smith as a replacement. Yep. I mean, Irv Smith That's has a clear Irv path Smith, to yep. take over. So he's fine at tight end. Doesn't have to worry about that. Waste picks, waste thought, any of that stuff. And his wide receivers are sick. So here, I mean, the path is, I mean, Cook and CEH, if, they, if Cook is, you know, if he wants to win this year, I think Cook needs to be in that top one category, which is not out of the realm of possibility at all for him. But I do think CEH needs to be in the top five if, if Tyna wants mm. to win this year. That's that's my take. That's I'm, a, I'm looking across the table from Jason right now who disagrees with that statement. Um, I think Tynan also needs Mostert to stay healthy because um, I think Mostert is definitely very viable this year as a, as a strong RB2 as long as he's healthy. And then Fournette. Uh, those guys, as, the, as those guys are chasing another title, I imagine they'll ride Fournette way more than they choose to ride Rojo. And yep. frankly, I would say that I think Giovanni Bernard's going to be way more of a factor than Rojo this year on that Tampa offense. So, uh, And then I think those wide receivers, if they just do what they're supposed to do, and I look at, yeah. at his wide receivers, and I'm thinking, now the fact is, he has five strong wide receivers. But nobody behind them. Thank you. Yep. So I think right now I look at it as he has two ones, 
two wide receiver ones, a wide receiver two, and two wide receiver threes. That's how I judge it. But if he wants to win this what? year, what? What is he? Who are his two wide receiver ones? McLaurin. I'm gonna no. guess. I'm, I'm gonna guess. Brent's gonna say McLaurin. He's never been a wide receiver. Julio. Julio's Julio. a one. Julio's not McLaurin a one. Is the I think Julio and Keenan are ones. Julio will not finish as a one. He's not I, even the one on his own team. Oh, I think he is. Come on. Gosh, he wasn't last year. Well, he was injured most of the year. Calvin Ridley oh, was a top five guy. Because Julio was injured. Thir- Julio's 32. He's as old as Britain. Uh, don't don't get me wrong. I wish. Once Britain's done here, I'm going to tear this apart. All right. But <laughs> so, <laughs> so let me finish. Thank you. This will be the... So for the record... For the, if, if this you is guys how long it takes. I feel bad for your wife. If you guys haven't pulled out Sleeper, the wide receivers in question are Keenan Allen, T. Higgins, Jarvis Landry, Julio Jones, and McLaurin. Mm-hmm. So I think what he needs to win is that that combination of five will need to be three ones and two twos. Oof. So I, I still, I, I'm projecting right now Jason to win the league. Whoa. <laughs> but I think if. I don't know about that. Yeah. Damn. Cheek, did you hear that? I expect mm-hmm. Jason LaRoe. I heard it. To win the league. We've had a lot of drinks, but I heard. But if Tynan wants to win, I think those guys have to to level up, mm. and he knows those guys have to be just absolute monsters. Um, now again, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't vet the points on that to know what the points per game would oh, be on yeah. Tynan. I know you're working on the spreadsheet right now, even though you're not even Go aware this podcast send is it happening. Over. But I know you, you've got some calculations that show what you actually need to average 175 points. Which would then allow you to win the league. But I think if you really want to win this league, those guys have to be three ones and two twos. So, but I'll, I mean, all that being said, Tynan's team is 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 very strong, and he may not, you know, factually and by by actual numbers need those five receiver those five wide receivers to finish, as I said. But if they just, I think if they just do what they're supposed to do, and he gets two of those to finish as ones, one to finish as a two, and Two to finish as threes. He'll be good. So I, I'm quite impressed. I, I think he's got a strong team. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in here. I, I think Tynan's starting lineup is strong. Mm-hmm. Very um, strong. Yeah, very strong starting lineup. The question marks for me are on the age that he has. Uh, specifically, Keenan Allen and Julio Jones. Those guys are older. They've had injury issues in the past. And that that's the reason, like, I'm shocked by your your take of him finishing as a two or being Jason's biggest competitor. It, 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 I would actually include Jarvis Landry in there as well. Like, all three of those guys are on the back end of their career. All three over 28. I mean, Julio's 32. He's older than me. Uh, gosh, that's rare to he- see in the NFL. So for that, like, it makes me a little bit nervous because Tynan doesn't have depth, and we know that he's not going to be able to replace anything in the draft. Um, I think he he is one of those teams where, again, I know we've said this multiple times, like, if he's not looking good week four through seven, he's going to move those guys. Like, uh, Tynan's a super savvy player. He knows the value that he can get for those guys, especially for a playoff push team. Like, they're great players, but they're older. The, like Jason mentioned before, go at, like, find one of those veteran wide receivers. Tynan's team is stocked full of them. He's got so many veteran wide receivers that could be fantastic for the playoff push. Um, and I, for that reason, I think 
I, I don't I don't think Edwards Hilaire either is going to be. I don't, I don't think he'd be a running back one. Um, I, I'm just, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think it'll be close, but I don't. I just don't think it's a lock. Um, so yeah, I, I think Tynan definitely has a path to success, but it involves a lot of just perfect situations, no injuries, all those things. Um, yeah, water bet top two. Tynan. Water for bet? Tynan? I'll, oh, I'll take that, that in a heartbeat. That's yeah. easy. Write, <laughs> write it down. All know. right. Putting that in the I hope you're listening and don't screw me uh, over. Tynan's definitely going to screw you over because it's not going <laughs> to go his way. Yeah. So this is what I predict. Uh, I predict that Tynan is he, – he set himself up to go in all, all, all in this year. Oh, yeah. I don't think he that he and will. only this year. I'm talking yeah. – his window is – only right it's now. It's now or never. Yeah. And so, no picks for beyond. I think he's yep. going to end up missing out. I think he'll be top four. Um, I think he's going to end up missing out, and I think that he is going to be slow to sell. Um, and so he'll miss out, because and he's been a lot. he is going to have a hard time rebuilding over the next couple of years. Mm. Um, so I think he has a phenomenal team, though. I really yep. do. And to be honest, it's probably it's it's better than mine. Um, and so I just I worry about injuries. Again, uh, like I think Cheek mentioned, these guys are older, um, and so I think that he's going to run into injuries. I think that he's going to run into injuries on almost every position, um, and so I think it's going to be hard. But uh, he's got a great team; he, he does. really does. And so we'll see. Uh, you know, I just I just love, and maybe it's because I turned I turned forty this year, and you're old, and I hear. We're talking about guys that are 28 years old. No, we're talking about guys that are 32. 32. No, 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 no. 32. Let's talk about who. She called Keenan Allen old. I think he's 29. He's 28. He's 28. <laughs> he should be 29. Um, I'm just, I'm, I'm just merely, merely no, he's commenting on the. He's 29. <laughs> yeah, he's 20, I'm pretty sure he's oh, 29. But then who, so who did I look at that was only 28? Somebody else Landry. Jervis. Landry. That's what it was. Still, Again, I'm an expert. Still, 20, <laughs> 29. Expert and maybe as I've gotten old, I hit that magical threshold of 40, and with the gift of perspective, I'm like, holy Don't crap. act like being 40 is a good thing. Gift of perspective. Baloney. Hey, hey, you call yourself an expert on I am. Drafts? I at least know how old people are. This guy's are. an expert on age. I'm calling myself. He said Keenan Allen was 28. Let me stop it. Age. Let me talk about what I'm an expert at. <laughs> And I have the freaking gift of rationalizing. That is true, and it's never correct. Some call it the gift of perspective, or baloney, or narrative, or BS. Yeah, well, certainly, Britton Smith. Yes. All right, let's let's move on. We're at, but I'm just, we're so deep into still, this thing. It's just funny that we're calling somebody that's 29 old. Oh yeah, it is odd because we're most of. The Most of us working in an office or a restaurant for a living. Yeah. So that's what's So I'm going to move on to um, yeah, Jason, the who you got next? member of the league, Britain. Um, <laughs> his team looks actually good. Here, here. I, I am, Ooh, I am a really? surprised by this. All right. Okay. Um, Let me same. hear it. Yeah. So uh, quick rundown. <clears throat> Joe Burrow, uh, young, not a stud yet, worried no. about the ACL. Uh, so I don't think it's actually going to help you too much. Um, running backs serviceable but definitely room for growth damian harris chris carson i don't know how you acquired them but uh i hope you paid a king's ransom <laughs> so uh but on a positive you have depth zach moss sony michelle jd mckissick um it's not great but it's depth jd mckissick for depth jd mckissick was top like 15 last year what yeah you you should 
PPR points, they matter. Um, Sometimes you just put a bag over the head cheek and just look at what Gosh, it how is. is that possible? Okay, so, again. I'm going to throw up. Stats. Um, so, Wait, are uh, numbers important? Yeah, they are. The, he, he, he's Shocks got a lot me. of, I mean, do you know how many? He had a couple games with like 10 receptions. Yes, exactly. That is insane. It is. I, I paid for him too. Sarah helped, helped my feet over the coals to get him. So, anyway, um, yeah, he had, I think, 80 receptions. Yeah, 80 receptions. You don't need it on him too much. I know for sure. So, anyway, again, depth is what I'm saying. And so, you got depth. That's good. Um, I've never had that before. you have two people that are kind of eating into each other, cannibalizing each other, Claypool and Smith-Schuster. He was supposed to go to the Chiefs. Right, he didn't. Um, Come on. So, again, that's a problem. You need to find a way to move one of them and to upgrade at that position somehow. So, you should definitely pair one of them up with something else, some of your depth. I just offered a trade. So we'll uh oh, uh oh, not, not right now. We have talked about you offering trades while you're drinking. It doesn't go well for you. Doesn't end well. You probably should stop right now. There's only one first round pick in this trade. It's fine. <laughs> not three of them. Okay. Um, you probably should run that by somebody. All of us. Yeah, because it's. I just don't want you to get taken advantage of again. Just don't send it. It's happening. What if I like it? So you like the last okay. one. Anyway, <laughs> you need to find a way to get better running backs, though. You uh, mm-hmm. you really are struggling there. I, I don't expect you to compete this year, which means you're probably going to finish in the middle, which is the worst place to finish. You need to find ways to trade some of your depth pieces for second-round picks next year. Mm. Um, so uh, I'm looking at John Brown. I'm looking at Zach Moss, potentially, depending on how his season goes. J.D. McKissick, for sure. Um that's what you need, Damian Harris. You got to get something mm-hmm. for him because I don't, I don't know how you got stuck with him. He's like the old maid of the NFL. Uh, so that's what you need to do in order to be successful. Yeah, I, I would agree. Uh, I think Britt's team has some potential at wide receiver. Yeah, uh, the, the the Juju Claypool that buttonheads that that does suck. But both those guys are guys you can move and get another player on another team yep. and at least break even. If not, definitely benefit. Diversify um, your portfolio. Yeah, written. yeah. That, I thought I had. Yeah, you thought wrong. Terrible. But I mean, there's some other guys on his team that are. Juju wasn't supposed to come back. That was how I thought I had. Eh, well, well, that's why you're not an expert. Carry <laughs> on. But I mean, there are other guys on his team that are in new situations with Corey Davis uh, going to the Jets. Like they paid him big money. Like it wasn't like oh was some one? cheap little. Contract. Corey Davis is the number one. Zach Wilson is going to feed him. Yeah, like, if if they paid him and it ends up paying off, like, Britt's wide receiver core is pretty solid. Defonta Adams, my gosh. Juju is great. Claypool is great. Like, I don't know if I would say Claypool's great. Juju has the talent. You use that word a lot. Claypool is really good. I would say Juju has the expectation great. to be great. Yes, you're really. Uh, it's great. But DJ Chark it's, getting your hair is great. Thank you. Uh, DJ Chark, speaking of hair, is getting Trevor Lawrence as his quarterback, which oh. he's great. He's great. Uh, that's, that's exciting. The thing you said in the last. So he, he's got two players. All that to say, Corey Davis and DJ Chark with two new situations that could be great, be really beneficial for Britt, and I like maybe that. carry him a little bit. He's Such like the really opposite awesome. of Griff's team. Where Griff's team is completely dependent on running backs, Britt's team is completely dependent on wide receivers. Um, and you know what? 
It's not great. They're both not going to win. They're not great. <laughs> They're not. But he's got his his key pieces, though, or his solid pieces are young. Yeah. So that's a positive. Yep. Um, as well as he's got future assets. So that's mm. also a positive. Yep, absolutely. Um, so that's, yep. again, he's not going to win this year. We should know that. He's got three firsts going into next year. Yep. Um, one of them being the 101 with um, TJ's. So that's positive. Uh, and so so that's good. Um, I'm really excited about that. I think he's got a good thing going for the most part. Yep. But again, he's not going to win this year. Yeah, I don't think it's possible. But there is a chance. There's always a chance. There's not a chance. All right, let's jump into the next team. It's my pick here. Uh, I'm going to go with John Neffley's team. Uh, so this one was an interesting one for me because I feel like since the league started and basically since I've known Neffley in fantasy football, I've always thought he's like the greatest player. He is. But I look at his team. He never win a title. Yeah, Ooh, he really is. Ouch. Uh, I look like at his like team. Carl Malone. Oh. oh, gosh, that's a deep track. Gosh, that's good. I look at his team, and it, it is not a lot of depth. I'm a little nervous for you, John. Like, I mean, John's depth is basically Kareem Hunt. You could argue Michael Gallup. I, he has four strong RB2s. Yeah, like, he, he does. On, his, on the NFL depth chart, so he's like... Yeah, he, he's... On those high-end handcuffs. He's got he's guys that can those. do it. The, the issue I see for John is, like, he doesn't have anything this year to build in. And, like, he, he doesn't have a pick to the fourth this year. So, if John had a first, just one first, I would feel a little bit more comfortable. because Because then I could argue, like, okay, maybe that guy is going to be one of the running backs that takes over halfway through the year and helps him out. Or maybe it's a wide receiver that takes over and ends up being the one on his team. But he doesn't. Like, I mean, he has Kamara and Chubb. Fantastic. I'm not going to argue that. He has Gibson. Great, even though I've heard that there are rumors of them taking a running back, which I don't know why they would do that. Um, but if that happens, John's going to take a hit there. But, I mean, his wide receivers, the only two that I really love are Godwin and Sutton, and Sutton is dependent on them getting a new QB. Godwin is, like, he, I mean, he was good. He was a thirty wide receiver uh, 31 last year. So not great, but I think his talent is far better than a 31. Um, he was hurt. Yeah, he was hurt. So I, I'll, I'll give you that. Like, I think Godwin should absolutely be a top twelve wide receiver. Has an upside to be a top twelve wide receiver. Thielen was wide receiver ten last year. Yeah, but yep. he's also he's he's older. He's older, and he's third this year. I think he's still fine. Oh yeah, I, I would agree. Fine. Yeah, I, I think John's team is one of those teams that it, it's an it's another example of he needs it to go right and perfectly right because if it doesn't. It's going to be that game of, like, do I start Kareem Hunt or do I start Gallup? Do I start MVS hoping that he has some major no, boom week? Never, never. Or do I start Emmanuel Sanders? Like, ah! Like, it's, uh, he has these, like, players in his depth yeah. that are, like, maybes, but you just don't love them. And for that reason, I'm like, I, I think John's going to make it to the playoffs. I don't think he can win it this year. But his, his running backs, man, I, I said it jumping in on you. He has so many mm-hmm. handcuffs that Tony yeah. Pollard, Philip Lindsay, Sajay really P. Ryan, Gio Bernard, Kareem Hunt, Alexander Madison. I mean, he's he's, you know, he's say, ready say, for someone to get because in. Because he doesn't have depth, injuries could hurt him. Yep. But on the flip side, injuries, injuries could, could turn him. his season yep. around. And it, but there aren't many teams. Like, 
I look at his bench on RB depth, and like some some teams in this league have RBs I've never heard of. Yeah. But but John, well, Jason, yours are all going to be replaced by rookies in the near future. But John's like, he's got RD, RB depth like the way that it should be, mm. and in a dynasty league. And I'm excited. I mean, you get one of those, one of those five. I think that one, yeah, one of those hits. Here's, he oh. has he ha, he all of a sudden has depth. Let me go back and say the path to success. So by by my path to success for John to win this year is to move that running back when the other gets injured. So we saw last year like CMC got injured early on. Mike Davis took over. Whoever had Mike Davis at that time should have sold him at the highest possible possible value. And Jason did that. And Jason did it. So that's John's path to success: going out, selling that running back, getting a super strong wide receiver. That's going to get him there. Because we know his starting running backs are good. He's got three strong ones. Move that move that handcuff as quick as possible. So that that, that I would say that's his quote-unquote path to success. And, and I'm the, I just think I, he's a sit-and-wait guy on, the, on some of those. If he, if, if he thinks he can compete this year, and I imagine he does. Oh, yeah. So he, he absolutely can. That's, yeah. that's obviously 100% record dependent when we, oh, get, yeah. when we get to that mid, mid-season point. But... I mean, some of those guys get hit with injuries very quickly and out of the blue. Yep. And so, I mean, I, I'd sit and wait as long as I could because his circumstances could change absolutely on a dime. Mm-hmm. And it could be, especially if Zeke goes down, we, we've seen what Pollard is without Zeke. But we're not with Pollard without Zeke with Dak. And so that's, yeah. I mean... Yeah, Pollard's my obviously my favorite of those, but in Cincinnati, P. Ryan seems to be the number two. Lindsey, it uh, where did no, he's in Houston now. Shoot, I'm sorry. So yeah, no, uh, no. Phil uh, Lindsey's a non a non factor, but um, Madison, G- Madison for sure, and I think Geo in Tampa. If something happens to Fournette, I I <laughs> I, I I think Geo as a veteran, that's what Tom Brady likes. Somebody he can trust. Yeah. Loves a mustache. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Threat level. Threat level mustache. New team name, John. You're welcome. Um, John, <laughs> I would give an analysis, but I don't want to help you at all, so I'm not saying it. You're screwed. All right, let's move on to the next team. Uh, Britain, last oh. round here. Who is your last team that you have? Oh, I picked the, the, the last for last. Um... A guy I've never met in my life. Ooh. Let's go, let's go with uh, Justin Griffin. And I, I'll, I'll start by saying this. The expectations are low. Ooh. Wow. I'm sorry. It just, it's sick burn. It just runs in the family. Wow. And, uh, oh, gosh. <laughs> Get the flamethrower out, uh, boys. So, I mean, my negatives, no tight end and not great wide receivers. Positives. 103, 108, 203, 208, and Dak coming back. Those are positives. Oh, yeah. And some question marks are your starting running backs. Dobbins and Miles. I just have no idea. Mm. I think they have ceilings as ones, but I don't expect that. And so those are question marks. So if you want to win right now, Dobbins and Miles actually have to be really strong, and I think so does Singletary. And I don't expect that in a Singletary, nor do I want it because I have Zach Moss. So then I think the wide receivers have to exceed expectations. And that's 
Woods, Boyd, and Parker. Congratulations, mm-hmm. you have three wide receiver threes. And on, uh, you need to nail that draft with the, the 103, 108, 203, 208. If you want to win right now, you have to draft three starters. And I just don't think that's, I, I'm not sure I've seen anybody do that. So mm-hmm. I just, I don't, it's just, the draft is such a crapshoot. So <laughs> path for success for this year is bleak <clears throat> on just the players you have. So mm-hmm. I look at, for this year, there's not, not much chance. And my kids agree. I haven't brought them up since oh the, the, uh, the first analysis. But uh, okay. they do not like your team right now. I project you as a bottom four, maybe wow. bottom two. Wow. And uh, But again, I don't know you. And maybe you nailed that, those, those draft picks. You chose them for a reason. You, you, I think you, yeah. you seemed to prioritize those to get those draft, future draft pick assets in, in the, draft, the compensatory draft. That we uh, that we did with you and TJ, you went after those hard. So if you know what you're doing, you nail those. You got a shot, but I I just think for you and the problem is, I mean, I guess outside of maybe it's it's Woods and Boyd and Parker, you capitalize on those if you really want to look yeah. at some long term success. But the running backs with Dobbins, Sanders, and Singletary, I, I don't know if you're gonna get what you would need to out of those so it's probably just flipping those wide receivers if you're looking at just future future growth so for this year i think i mean you're you kind of inherited a team that you chose between two other teams and i think you're looking to rebuild so i hope you do it wisely yeah i think he's done a good job kind of prepping for that rebuild as well like i mean miles sanders and dobbins yes they're there's some question marks around them but they're both young players and the team seems to be re- – both those teams seem to be doing a bit of a kind of rebuild a little bit um, in those positions. And, <clears throat> I mean, as, as well, just to kind of defend him a little bit, Woods, wide receiver 13 last year. Surprising, yes. But I see Woods as a perfect Marvin Jones comparison. Like Stafford, yes, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying Marvin Jones was great. But he depended on him in so many okay. games, and Woods can be that guy. Like, I mean, freaking golf depended on Woods, and it gave him a wide receiver 13 year. I do agree. I think Boyd and Parker are definitely a, a bit more of a question mark. But, I mean, the 103 should be a lock. It, it should be a startable player. The 108 is definitely more of a question mark. I think it th- – that's why I would lean a little, little bit more towards his, his path to success as a future success. It's not so much of this year's success. So, that's just me, though. Yeah, I I mean, I think that when I look at the team, um, if you want to try and compete this year, that's fine. Look at how the first five games go of the season and kind of adjust. The mm-hmm. biggest thing is be willing to adjust. Oh, yeah. Um, because, again, Robert Woods is probably going to be the first person you're going to want to sell. He's 29. He's... Uh, you inherited this team. But it's old. It is. Right? It That's is kind old. of my point, though. Is yeah. You inherited this team, so it's 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 partly on you, but also not on you. Yep. And so being taking a couple years to actually create a team that you want is fine. Yep. And so in this, you just need to, again, maximize value on veterans, which because they're not going to be with your team in a couple years. Let's be real here. Your team's going to compete in three years, hopefully. They shouldn't be. Yeah, they shouldn't. And Robert Woods should not be a part of a contending team. Neither should Parker, neither should Tyler Boyd. 
Uh, definitely not Todd Gurley. Um, so it's how can you find ways to maximize your players? And that's what you're going to be trying to do. So, again, Dynasty is about timing, and that's the game that you're going to be playing as you move forward. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So, I mean, if Gurley is going to help him this year, then so are the three of us. Sure. Right? Yeah. So. I mean, I've got two good knees, and he's only got one. So. <laughs> and Roasted, Todd. And, and we're all four not in the NFL right now. So. Neither is Todd. That's why I said that's all, that's four. all four. Yeah. There's, there's only three oh, of us sorry. here. Three of us here. Oh, but including, including Justin, yeah, the five of us are not. The in five the of us NFL. are not in the NFL. I got my shot though. I've been, I'm going, I'm going to tryouts this year. Okay. All right, Jason, you got up. Uh, next team, last team for you. Who do you got? Tyler Cheek. Ooh, boy. Moving so, on. <laughs> uh, there's not a ton to talk about because it's so good. Yeah. So uh, let's see what this <laughs> one is. Josh Allen, great stud. David Montgomery, um, opposer, Fugazi, if you will. Um, so Derrick Henry, love him. He is dig dog, big dog. Oh, I did type that dig dog. That's <laughs> he's, he's got a dig dog. <laughs> he digs it in. Uh, He'd be digging in that dirt. It's all that snow, right? He's, a, right. he's the yeti. So. so we gotta work on your your. I I don't know what's going on there. That's uh, Amelia, all right? It's yeah, Amelia. It's, the education is good. B's and D's. Kids get those mixed up. It's normal for kids. Especially when they're capitalized. Under the age of <laughs> seven. But we yeah. grew up thinking that D's get degrees. That's right? been so. like that for so long. How have we never noticed that? Because that's, I mean, that's embarrassing. Um, so, <laughs> for all of us. No, not for me. We all read that team no. name. We've, we've read it a long time. I here. don't know. I just figured there was a thing between you and Dig Dog. Dick dog. Know. Yep, that's what um, it is. Dick anyway, dog. moving on, you've got uh, good two good running backs <clears throat> for the most part. I don't really love David Montgomery. He should be top twenty-four, mm. but whatever. Allen Robinson, I like him a lot. Um, quarterback, I don't believe in Andy Dalton, but he should still be top twenty. Mm-hmm. DK Metcalf, top fifteen for sure. Lavisca Chanel, I actually really like him a lot. I'd I'd be willing to to pay for him, um, but mm-hmm. at the same time. He's unproven, so whatever. TJ Hawkinson, really kind of worried about him, only because of his team's just a, a dumpster fire. Yep. Um, Amari Cooper, love him. Kenyon Drake, I, I don't like the backup to the to the Raiders. No. Um, so really, the biggest thing though is I continue to look at your team. James Conner, not loving it. Uh-uh. <laughs> um, love that landing spot. Darius Slayton, free agency really hurt him. Mike Williams, uh. The draft, I believe, is going to hurt him, but again, mm-hmm. speculation. Um, so what I see when I see your team is this. You've got good starters. I'm actually really worried about you, though. You've got, you've got a lack of depth. Mm-hmm. You, If you want to compete, you're going to have to acquire veterans that are cheap because I don't think that you're going to be paying a premium for, for players. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I'm worried about you for the most part. You, you don't have great flex options, and... What's the future hold for you? You've got older players, I would say. Yeah. Um, Derrick Henry on the older side. Uh, I guess you actually don't really, to be honest. But I, I just I don't really like the future of your team. I think that you're going to have to make some savvy moves. And uh, I don't expect you to win this next year. But I think you've got a good team. I mean, it, it definitely could happen if certain things fall correctly. But 
I'm I'm a little bit worried. It's really uh, <laughs> for you competing for a championship. That is, oh, yeah. which is what you want to do. Um, it scares me that you don't have first this year or next year. So how are you going to kind of navigate that? that? Yeah. So that's kind of what I see. You've got great players, but I think that things are going to have to fall really well in order for you to actually compete for a championship. Yeah. And, and I look at your team and I'm like, man, two years ago this team would have been awesome. Last <laughs> year he won. I, yeah. But I look, just the, the, looking at the fortunes of how the NFL, like, of NFL players, mm. specifically running backs, like things yep. change, things life happens really fast if you're an NFL running back. Yeah. And that shelf life is so darn short. It's that, very I short. mean, look at Carryon Johnson, Jarek McKinnon, Jamal Williams, Keyshawn Vaughn, James Conner. Holy crap. Kenyon Drake. Well, yeah. I, I, I was I was just looking at this bench, but you're yeah. right, Kenyon Drake. Two years ago, you look at this team like, dude, you are set up. For the long haul. Yeah. And then, oh my gosh. Free agency butcher. And one or yeah. two drafts. Like it, it's it's so <clears throat> remarkable. And that's I look at your team and I'm, I'm looking at them like, what? How did you win last year? And it's just. Derek Henry, uh, baby. Dig dog. Yep. Dig dog. <laughs> <laughs> the old DD. But. Love those double D. I mean. <laughs> 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 Uh, but no, it's just funny to look at your team and think about, you know, we full circle, like calling old in the NFL and just thinking about some of these guys that are still young men and the mm. future was so bright for them in their career field and now it's <laughs> over. And out. that, that's just remarkable to me. And some mm-hmm. of the, I mean, we, we joked about you with carry on and Keyshawn. Oh, gosh. Just you just can't make a first round pick if your life depended on it. Nope. But especially you know one hundred nine and beyond. But oh, yeah. <laughs> goodness gracious! Actually, carry on was probably before one hundred six. Oh yeah, it was. Uh, I think it was the one hundred six. I think it was when six. I drafted him. In. I think it was earlier. I think it was one hundred four. But uh, oh gosh, that would be awful. Remember. But no, it's <laughs> that's all right. Because the picks before were Royce Freeman and oh. Darius Geis. By me. Hey. One of those bands from the I think I picked the right? best of the three, but yeah. not good. Okay. <laughs> but no, I, that's just funny. I mean, you can't really help that. Like, I think mm. we all would have taken those guys on our team at that the time that you acquired them like, or picked them or however you did. Dang ACL. It just shows how fickle the white, the, the, excuse me, the running back position is. And again, mm. that, that's more just a kind of a reminder to all of us. Good. It's quick. It's, Burns fast. Especially with running backs. Yep. Man. Enjoy it while you got it, Tyler Griffin. <laughs> or get out from under it because, man. You got to move quick. Yep, that, absolutely. That cliff is real. Yep. And you don't know what's there sometimes. Mm-hmm. All right, last team. All right, so I got the last pick here. We got Matri's team. If you we were finished. No. No, 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 no. We got one left. We got no, one left. Quick. We got one left. You went first. He's... Britain's just messing with you. Just go he, on. He's had so many to drink. Um, all right, so Madri's team. I think Madri's team, I, I I feel like this is maybe controversial in some way. I don't know why, though. I think Madri's team is super strong when it comes to his starters especially. Like, I, I, don't get me wrong. I think his bench has so many question marks. It's 
terrifying. Like, I mean, his bench, the best player that I see is Ruggs, and I don't love that. Um, but he does have a first-round pick. I can't remember which pick Nefley's was. I want to say it was the 109, if I'm not mistaken. 110. Yeah. Um, so that's not going to be necessarily a guaranteed starter. But looking at his roster, I mean, just studs across the board in some positions. Like Eckler, love it. Um, Josh Jacobs, yes, Kenyon Drake went there. I don't buy into that whole narrative of Kenyon Drake's going to just destroy everything. Jacobs is going to be the guy still. But the biggest thing for me is his wide receivers. Hopkins, Thomas, Lockett. My gosh. Hopkins and Thomas alone could both finish off the year as a 1-2 and two at the wide receiver position. They have that kind of upside. So it, it blows my mind. And even Lockett could finish as the top five while those two finish as 1-2. Jeez, he's in there, dig dog. I, I, I'm just saying, like, we've seen it from Lockett. Lockett has finished as a top uh, – last year, wide receiver eight. Michael Thomas, I want to say two years ago, was the wide receiver one, if I'm oh, not yeah. mistaken. He was. Hopkins, last year, the wide receiver four. It's absolutely within the realm of possibility. And his, it, it'd be different if, it, if we were to look at his roster and say, like, oh, my gosh, his running backs are really bad. They're not. He has Eckler, Jacobs, and Joe Mixon. I think Joe Mixon is going to be better with Burrow there. They're going to lean on him a little bit more. They're going to actually trust. Their, yeah, so I, who's I, his best running back? I think his best running back is actually Joe Mixon. I, 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 was, gonna, I was trying to lead you to, to a hot take, but no, I, I no. agree. I don't love the other two. I think yeah. Mixon's going to be great this year. But. Yeah, I, I think Mixon will be great. For me, it really depends on if they're going to be smart in the draft. If they take an offensive lineman, I'll be happy. If they take Kyle Pitts, I will be so let down with the Bengals and everything that they do. I've heard rumors of them doing that. I don't know why they they're would do taking that. Chase. I really don't want them to take Chase either. I want them to take a lineman. They don't need... you You got to protect your quarterback. They're taking a lineman at number two. And three. Yes. Okay. Take some linemen. I'll feel better about mixing. That's great depth. I would love Bengals that. Are fine. I'm okay. worried about Good. the Chargers and, and, and Raiders situation. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I could see that. Like, I understand that narrative. But even then, it's like, I mean, his, his wide receivers are just so strong. Even, like, I'm given Colts bias. I love Michael Pittman. Boo. Like, he's going to get he's gonna get a better quarterback. Last year, he had Phillip Rivers. Barf. Gosh, that guy's terrible. I do believe that Wentz is a better quarterback. I do. I don't know why, but I just do. <laughs> Me I think he's going to be better than Rivers, holistically, and Brissett, because Brissett's terrible and he can't throw the ball. And I, I think that's going to be an upgrade. That's where Chris's, honestly, biggest question mark is, though, is in the quarterback position. He's got Hurts, Wentz, and um, Goff. Uh, that's his biggest question. I think his path to success is dependent on Wentz, only Wentz, having a good year. I don't think Hurts is going to do what he needs him to do. I think... People are going to figure out how to beat Hurts. Uh, and golf is just trash. Um, so, yeah, that, that's Chris Pat's success. Wentz winning and playing well. Or Chris somehow trading to get a quarterback, which is not going to happen. Unless someone's going to get Russell. I don't know. This is not relevant to fantasy at all. But the other quarterback on, on his roster is a, is a guy named Tyree Jackson. Who's a quarterback, oh, yeah. comma, tight end. Six foot seven, two hundred and forty nine pounds. I don't know who that man is. I mean, if he gets in a tight end, that could be some huge points. But six foot seven, two fifty. Congrats. That's a big boy. That is. He can definitely see over the line. That is impressive. And 
It looks like he went to University of Buffalo, but that's only because Sleeper just told me that. I have, <laughs> I've never heard of that man's name in my life. So I'm, you are giving him more justice than he deserves. Now move on. <laughs> but uh, I, I mean, everything Cheek said is right because otherwise, huh. Peterson, Goldman, Freeman, Balaj. Yeah. The, the bench is not great. The ship has sailed. AJ Green, gosh, such a good dude. Yeah, maybe AJ Green but has a bounce done. back. No, I highly no bounce back. It. Man, he's I I love that man, but he's not he's reliable. Yep. So you're, I mean, there's not a man. You're right. Ruggs is the only person I even consider on this bench. So, and I don't I don't love his starting lineup. Oh, so really? I mean, I already stayed in my top two. So Matri's not in it. I guess I put you in the playoff hunt, but I mean, I I think I know you've so I forget what he gave up to get Thomas. Was it Robinson? Uh, yeah, Robinson he got, Robinson he got second. He got something else for that, right? No, he got no, Robinson straight, straight second. Thomas. He gave yeah. up for second. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's still actually a good move. Yeah, I think Montre still won that trade, but I don't know. I mean, I just I just don't love Jacobs at all, mm. and the Eckler thing scares me, but. I, I'm just I'm not high on him. I mean I, I already said it. I think it's it's Tynan and Jason for the title. So wow. I hope the bracket plays out that way. But Madre's team, I mean it's impre- it's better than mine, but that ain't gonna win it. Ooh. So I see you in the middle, Madre. Wow. Um. So I mean I could see that for sure. I I. Man, I don't like it as much as Cheek does, but I can easily see the narrative. Um, I just don't believe in Josh Jacobs at all. I don't believe in how the Raiders utilize him, I guess is a better way of saying that. I believe you in him believe as a John player. Gruden. Yeah, that's, that's accurate. Joe Mixon, I'm actually not a believer. Really? I don't expect him to be a top 12 running back. I don't expect him to be Water a top... Waterbat. I don't expect him to be... A top 12 running back? Put it on the board. He's, okay. just, he's the starting running back for the team. The backup is Samadji P. Ryan, who's bounced around from team to team. I do not expect Joe Mixon to be a top 15 running back. Oh, I'll take um, that one. It went sure. even lower? Like you didn't go up at all? No. Oh, my so, Waterbat. Are we done? Uh, oh, top 12? 15. You said 15 just a second ago. Yeah, I know. Just because I believe that he won't be doesn't mean I'm not going to take the better value in a 12. I understand the logic, but still. Obviously. <laughs> so, Fine, 12. Done. Waterbed, it's on the board. And Cheek, you're in there as well? I will gladly take that because I believe okay. in Mixon. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't believe in him. He's oh. He's never done it, and I don't think that he ever will. Ooh, um, so... Sick. Uh, yeah, no, so I don't believe in him. Um, and again, he's never done it. So, Eckler, I like him. Um, obviously Hopkins, I don't think that he's going to be a top 10. Uh, I think he's good, obviously. I think he's very good. But I don't necessarily believe in just whatever the Cardinals have going on there. Um, I don't think that it's great. Uh, Michael Thomas. Chargers? Is he Eckler? Or Hopkins? Hopkins. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Um, Michael Thomas, I like a lot. I think he's a stud. I think he's going to have a great year. Uh, Tyler Lockett, I don't believe it that he's going to have Michael a top. Michael Thomas going to finish above his finish last year. Yeah, if he does I think it, he's dead. He'll be the wide receiver one on this team. He'll be the wide. He'll he'll score better than Hopkins. He'll score better than Lockett. So he'll be um, better than wide receiver ninety three. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Tyler Lockett. Yeah, I'm, I'm, for you, I'm worried about Tyler Lockett being top twenty. 
Um, I again, just with every in this, this is obviously all who knows what, but I I don't know how much faith I put in Seattle's second wide receiver when they don't want Russ to cook. Um, so mm. don't love that. Robert Tanyan, I like a lot, so I won't say anything bad about him. He should be a top 10 tight end. Um, and Pittman, honestly, when I saw him play, he looked great. Mm. Uh, I don't, I just don't know about him yet. Um, but lack of depth on the team is a huge concern yep. and injuries we all know happen. And so mm-hmm. that's kind of overall, I think that he, I could see him finishing uh, in the middle, um, making playoffs, but pulling a Britain and, and amounting to nothing on that. So that's kind of what I see. And but we'll see. But uh, what I will say about Matri, and he has always done well, mm. is he makes he's great savvy. moves during the season. Mm-hmm. So one of, he's not going to finish in the middle. That's what I feel strongly mm. about. Mm. He will either make an adjustment to to compete, to or he will make an adjustment to lose. Yep. This will fine. not be the team we're analyzing. This oh gosh, no. Yeah, no. and that's, he made so many moves last year. You're so yep. right. So that's that's kind of like he's not he's not going to finish in the middle. Yep. So um, you said that Thomas is his best wide receiver. Yep. Who will finish as his running back one? Uh, probably like Eckler. Eckler. Okay. So, but I mean, I'm an expert. So. Oh my gosh! All right, well, we've ran for an hour and a half. Holy so God. we ran a little bit long tonight. Break this up in two pieces. Hey, when you're breaking down twelve different teams, that's bound to happen. You're welcome. So that's going to be it for the night. Uh, that's all the teams. If you disagree with anything that we've said, just keep it to yourself because we don't care. Actually, I would I would really appreciate if they would rate which one of us is actually the expert. Who gave the best analysis? And I would too. Yeah, yeah. so get in the group chat, tell us who you think is the actual expert and who is the wannabe expert. And Um, enjoy the actual NFL draft tomorrow. Yes, tomorrow. This is really loud. No, it's tomorrow right now, it's Wednesday. It's 12.30 in the morning. Um, Google Meet, we doing that? I'm in. I might try to jump on. Who who set it up last year? It it? was me, but let's tell, uh, Tynan. Tynan. Set up a Google Meet. I'm going to be there. Run it for the entire... Yeah, or Zoom. I think you have a paid Zoom account. Uh, Yeah, set that up. That would be awesome. Uh, Send it out to the group meet so everybody can jump on during the draft. I'm sure that I will be not able to jump on because I have a life and I don't care. Um, Before before we leave, Bengals truthers or Bengals fans, who's going 105? Wait, who who do we think's going or who do we want to go? Both. Okay, I want Penny Sewell, but I think that they'll probably get Chase. Penny Sewell's a lineman, right? Yeah. Right. Offensive lineman? Yeah. That, that's who I want as well. Agreed. I, I, I think he's a tackle. He's, he's a left tackle. I've heard yeah. the difference between him and the guy we projected at the 205 isn't that much. There, there's so much depth mm-hmm. this class, so. Penny Sewell. I, I like, can understand them taking Chase, but I, I want them. I, I think it. I hate when I see NFL teams just go after. The positional players. My hope is that we trade down with the Broncos, get the 109, pick up a second in the process, and at 109, then you take the best wide receiver available, whether it's Smith, Waddle, or Chase. I like that. I like that a lot. Still go 205 linemen. So that's that's my hope. You heard it here first. You don't care. See you Thursday. (laughs) See you guys.